0: Hello and welcome to the In the Game Room podcast episode 20, the audio edition for January 14th, 2018. Tonight I wanted to just sit down and chat about a couple of things I've been thinking about lately and uh, also go over the uh, convention schedule for this year for myself and my company in case anybody's interested in maybe coming by and saying hi or meeting up or whatever just sort of let you guys know where I'll be not like I'm any kind of great celebrity or anything like that, but uh, being in the gaming business, a few people know me, so I thought I'd just kind of throw this out there where I'm going to be. Um, coming up uh, later this month, actually, January 26th through the 28th, I'm going to be at the Las Vegas Open in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, that is a big uh, miniatures event, I think mostly 40K. Um, There's going to be a bolt-action tournament there, which I've supplied a lot of terrain for. So that should be really interesting to see. A couple of friends of mine are going, I'm pretty sure. I need to follow up on that. One I know for sure, uh, Paul from the War Room in Scotland. He's coming over, so I'll be hanging out with him a bit. And, of course, the guys from Warlord Games USA are going to be there, the Morado brothers. So that'll be really cool to hang out with them. Following month, February 16th through 19th, will be ORCON in Los Angeles. I'm an exhibitor slash dealer there, so I'll be in the dealer room. Um, There's also a a bolt-action tournament happening there. But, of course, it happens during the day when I'll be working, so I'm not involved in that. Um, But I will be supplying some some terrain for that as well. So ORCON in Los Angeles at the uh, LAX Hilton, February 16th through 19th. Then uh, it's off to Adepticon in March in Chicago. Now, normally I go to Little Wars in Chicago. I've been Well, normally, I've been going there for the last three or four years in a row. Um, this year I'm not going to Little Wars, and I'm going to try Adepticon instead um, because I have never been to Adepticon. So I just want to give it a try and see what it's like. Um, Little Wars is uh, all miniatures, very historical. I think Adepticon is... Also mostly miniatures, if I'm right, and, but not only historical. It's a lot of sci-fi and other stuff, you know, like your 40K, that kind of crap. Um, but uh, I think it's a bigger convention, so should be interesting to see. I'm, you know, looking forward to checking that out. Um, then there's Warlord Game Con in May, the 18th through the 20th, in Oklahoma City. Something else I've never been to before, so I want to try that out. Um, And then, of course, we're back to Los Angeles a couple of weeks, or about a week later, May 25th through the 28th at GameX, another one of the Strategicon conventions in L.A. where I'm an exhibitor dealer. So I'll be there again in the dealer room May 25th through 28th in Los Angeles at the Hilton. Then comes Historicon all the way to the East Coast. July 12th through the 15th I'll be at Historicon. This is the... uh, first year, I believe, that it's back in its original location, or it's moved. It's it's moved back to where it used to be, or near where it used to be. So, it's a different venue. Um, I've only ever been to Historicon once, and that was just a couple of years ago, so this will be my second time, but first time at this new venue, so that should be real interesting. Um, and Historicon, if you don't know, is uh, an HMGS convention. It is the HMGS East Coast Division, or whatever it's called, chapter. Um, so it's a big it's a big miniatures event. Uh, so after that, um, so that's again that's historic on July twelve through fifteen. After that, again it's back to L.A. Um, in August. August thirty first through September third is Gateway, and that is the third of the three strategic on conventions that happen in Los Angeles every year, and it's the third convention where I'll be. A uh, exhibitor dealer again. So that is, uh, that's a lot. <laughs> that is one, two, three, four, five, six. That's seven conventions, three of them in LA, and the other four are out of state. So it's going to be a busy year, but it should be really fun. I'm really looking forward to all of these. I'm really looking forward to the Las Vegas Open because um, business for me has been crazy since the beginning of the holiday season, which in the retail business, starts the day after Thanksgiving and doesn't end till well after Christmas, um, so it's just been seven days a week for the most part, long days, and I'm just really ready to get out of town for a couple of days and play some games and just chill, maybe have a drink or two, gamble, who knows? So, should be a good time. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, so now that we talked about the conventions where I'm going. I want to talk about conventions and the reason why a lot of people go to conventions is tournaments. And I'm hoping to get a little interaction with you guys here in the comment sections on, on, the, uh, on the blog at InTheGameRoom.com. If you could leave some comments that would be really cool. I want to know, do you go to conventions to play tournaments? Do you go for what I like to call just open gaming where you just sit down at a table and grab a few guys and play? Or do you have a group that you play with that goes and plays there together? Or do you just hang out and, you know, see what's new? Or, uh, you know, just generally just chill out and look at it like a vacation? What is it that you go to conventions for? I go to conventions for a lot of different reasons. Uh, The three conventions in L.A., I'm working, so I'm there, you know, trying to make a living and promote my products. Um, When I go to conventions like Gen Con... It's almost exclusively what I call a spy mission. It's not really a spy mission, but I go there to see what people are playing, see what, you know, games are popular, see what kind of terrain is out there for miniatures games, mainly to find out, like, what's missing and, you know, where I can fill that hole and fill that need. So that's why I go to, you know, conventions like that. Um, Conventions like Las Vegas Open, Warlord Game Con, Historicon. Those I'm going to, um, one, just to get out of town and have a little mini vacation, and two, to get involved in some games and, you know, meet new people, meet old friends. I've got a lot of friends all over the country, all over the world, really, that I run into at these conventions, so that's cool. But uh, yeah, leave me a comment. Um, You know, why do you go? And so while we're on the topic of conventions and tournaments, um, I don't play tournaments, well, I, I have played tournaments in the past, and I've actually run a few tournaments in the past, um, mainly when I'm playing my Micro Armor games. But with the game I'm playing, for the most part, uh, right now exclusively, uh, is Bolt Action. Um, I don't play Bolt Action tournaments. A couple of reasons for that. First of all, I hope to someday, um, but I don't play tournaments right now because... For one thing, I've, I've been playing for just under a year. I think I started in early March of last year, um, and I don't get to play that often. I love the game, and I love it when I get a chance to play, but it's really not that often. I think if I added up all the games I've played in the last 10 months, it would probably be about 10 games, and that's, you know, once a month. So I'm, So I am still kind of a novice at it and still learning the rules and learning new rules all the time. So I'm not really comfortable getting into a tournament situation where, one, I wouldn't do very well probably, which I don't really care about. That's not a big deal. But I also don't want to bring anyone else down. If I get teamed up with somebody or if it's an Axis versus Allies type thing, I don't want to bring down the whole team. So that's one of the reasons why I don't play bolt-action tournaments. And the other reason why is um, usually when I play a game, It's usually with a friend of mine, uh, Chris, or my employee or, you know, somebody else. And we just, you know, throw down a few miniatures. You know, I say, I'll I'll take three squads of five guys with rifles. You take three squads of five guys with rifles, and we'll just play a quick game. So I don't have ready-made 500, 750, 1,250 point lists. I don't have those made up. Um, I've occasionally played around with a few different lists on the lower end, like 500 points. But usually for a tournament, you need a, a ready-to-go army list that you know is good, and of course that you have all the miniatures to go with it. And I, I just don't have that ready. I, I know for sure I've got enough miniatures to field almost anything, because um, I'm just crazy about miniatures but they're not organized and I don't have I don't have ready-made lists you know so that also prevents me from doing the whole tournament thing normally with a tournament you have to turn in your lists in advance they have to get approved and all that and again I don't I don't have any of that so that's why I don't play tournaments so if you want to get involved in the comments at in thegameroom.com please go there and let me know do you play tournaments if you do Why? Well, that's probably obvious, probably because it's fun. Um, But why do you play tournaments? And if you don't play tournaments, why don't you? The next thing I want to talk about is um, something gaming-related, but not specifically about any games. It's just the sort of friendships and camaraderie you get with this hobby. I don't know if I've expressed this before on the podcast or not, but... I probably have at some point because I just kind of let it all out but in spite of the fact that I go to a lot of conventions I meet a lot of people I do this audio podcast I do a video podcast I'm kind of out there all over the place in spite of all that I'm really an introverted person and I really have trouble in social situations I I have anxiety issues and things like that like a lot of people um, so it's difficult for me to you know, get out and actually meet people. But this hobby really does make it a lot easier. It gives us something that we have in common from day one. And that that's really helpful, I think, for a lot of people like me. This hobby has allowed me to make a lot of really, really great friends over the years. And not just locally, but all over the world. And I don't I mean, I know for sure that a lot of these friendships would otherwise never happen. You know, there, there has to be that sort of connecting factor, and that's the hobby of wargaming. I'm sure I've told the story before. I think uh, Chris and I did a podcast together where we talked about how we met. He found my company's website and wrote to me and said, Hey, I'm not too terribly far away from you. Um, I'd like to come by and see your shop. And of course me being who I am that completely freaked me out and I was like who the hell is this weird guy that wants to come over to my shop you know this is my safety bubble that I'm in and he wants to come disturb that so we wrote back and forth a couple of times an email and stuff like that and eventually I just said you know what screw it I'm gonna you know just take a chance here and let this crazy scary person into my home and uh and we turned out to be best friends um and We game together and we just hang out and we chat all the time online. He lives, you know, almost an hour away from me, but because of where I live, that's practically a close neighbor. So we're, you know, corresponding all the time. But that's a a great friendship that grew out of the love of this hobby. Um, I've got all the guys at the Strategicon conventions in LA, the ones I told you about earlier, the three conventions where I exhibit. The people that run that convention, I've been I've been going there for so long. Well, I've been going there for well over 30 years as an attendee, but now as an exhibitor for the last 8 or 9 years. I've gotten to know all the people that, you know, run the convention, run the the dealer room, the turn the miniatures areas, things like that. And they've all become great friends, and we hang out about once a month, uh, you know, just socially. And that's something that again wouldn't have happened without this hobby. I've got friends at other miniatures company, uh, Harold and Jason over at Clear Horizon Miniatures. Those guys are great. They live north of Los Angeles, uh, out in the valley, so I don't actually get to go see them that often because it's, you know, two-hour drive, but I do. And uh, and we're communicating all the time online, emails, texts, phone calls, whatever. So, they, you know, they've been great friends over the years. I just recently met... Um, Paul and Harrison from the War Room podcast. They're from Scotland, and uh, I met them... Well, you've probably seen the the video podcast I did where we met in Las Vegas when they were there on a vacation. Um, those, are, those are people I would have never met without the hobby. And I'm going to see Paul again. I don't think Harrison's coming this time, but I'll see Paul at the Las Vegas Open later this month, and we'll hang out, so that'll be fun. But... It's just kind of amazing to me that, uh, you know, what this hobby does beyond just the game playing, just the, the friendships and the lifelong friendships that develop, you know, because of this, this cool hobby we have. So um, if you got a cool little story about somebody you met that's become a, you know, lifelong friend through this hobby, I'd love to hear it in the, in the comments at gameroom.com. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that whole thing. I just think it's cool. I just think it's cool how we meet each other and we become friends. And like I'm talking to you right now, and I don't even know who you are, but in a way, that's it's a weird friendship <laughs> we have, I guess. Um, so that's that's just kind of cool. Um, so that's probably about it for this podcast. We're running into about fifteen minutes here. One quick little thing I want to talk about. Um, if you're a fan of this podcast you know, one of the three of you, you know that they come out, these podcasts come out very sporadically. Sometimes it goes weeks in between, maybe even longer sometimes, and then sometimes there'll be a couple in a row. I want to work on that, and one of the things I want to do that will make me sort of, you know, get better at that, you know, get more regular, so I want to, I want to, I was trying to find a way just to kind of make this thing a little more official. And what I came up with is there's a site called Patreon, which is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com. And I set up an account on Patreon, which is Patreon slash in the game room. And you can go there. And this is absolutely voluntary, not required. I'm not asking anybody to do anything. But if you go there and make a donation to this podcast, it can be a dollar. I don't care. I'm not doing this for the money, but if you just donate a dollar to this podcast, that might be the thing that makes me go, "Hey, this is official. Somebody's paying for this, and I need to do a better job." Um, there are costs involved in doing this. I have I have accounts on different websites like uh, SoundCloud that cost money. I buy microphones cameras things like that not not very often you know once I buy one it should last a long time but there are some costs involved in this so if you know if if enough people use the patreon site and donate money I'll make this pledge to you right now that any money that comes in will not go in my pocket it'll go directly towards things for the podcast maybe things I buy to review maybe equipment maybe hosting whatever again I'm not doing this for money um, I, I don't I don't have any desire to make money off a podcast. This I'm doing for fun, but I think using Patreon and seeing a list of people that donated a buck or two or whatever is going to be the little kick in the ass I need to you know keep this going and keep it more regular. Because once once somebody pays for something, then I have an obligation, and I don't mind that. I think that's what I need. So again it's patreon.com slash in the game room if you do donate I'll know if you don't I'll never know so it's it's not anything you have to do if you enjoy listening and you don't want to or you can't donate fine I'll never know I'll never know you're listening and I'll never care it doesn't matter. Um, but if you want to donate a buck or two, you can donate as much as you want, but if somebody donates 50 bucks or something, I'm probably going to find a way to send it back because that's just crazy. But if you donate a buck or two, that like I said, that just kind of makes this a little more official and it'll be the kick in the ass I need to uh, to make more, make more content and give you something back because now you just gave me something. So there you go. If you want to go there, it's patreon.com in the game room. If you don't, groovy i don't care it's fine but i just throw that out there in case you uh, in case you're getting something out of this and you want to give a little something back that's cool so there we go enough of that that's been in the game room for this week and i hope you enjoyed the show and we'll see you guys next time and remember keep on gaming